Hi, I'm Neil McReynolds, the pastor of the City Church, and I just want to personally thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. We meet every Sunday at 9 and 10.30 a.m. and Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m., and we'd love it if you came and joined us. Thank you so much for tuning in, and enjoy this week's podcast. All right, so Sunday when I went home after I preached, I told Mandy, my wife, about how Neil wanted 20 more of me, and she about turned white as a ghost. She's like, 15 years of being married to me, she knows that 20 of me is just too much to, too much to handle, but she got over it, because God needs people, so even if they look like me, that's kind of scary, but... So, if you guys ever seen that commercial on Geico where Pinocchio comes up on stage and he starts talking and he's like, and you have potential, and you have potential, and all the while his nose is growing long? Well, this message isn't about that, so. (laughs) This is the complete opposite. This isn't motivational speaking. This is about being created on purpose and talking about what does this have to do with my life and having purpose, so. So you may have noticed tonight the youth were out here serving a little bit. We didn't get a whole, whole lot to show up tonight. I don't know, but we had like Keely and Sky at the door, which was awesome. And we got some guys in the back running sound. So it was cool to see like some of the youth stepping up because tonight we're talking about the gift of service. So if you guys have been following along, you know, the last few weeks we've been talking about the gifts, you know, gifts of the Spirit. Well, tonight we're going to talk about like what do we do with these gifts of the Spirit? So we're going to dive into our passage. We've been talking about Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. So while you guys are getting that out, I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, we just, we just ask that you would just come tonight. Just fill this place. Fill our hearts with, with words of encouragement, words of purpose and value that you speak directly to us. Because you spoke us into life, Lord, and you created us on purpose, not by accident, not by mistake, but you've given us purpose. Lord, we just want to know what purpose you have in our lives that we can give in serving you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so I'm sure by now most of you guys have this memorized if you've been here for the last five weeks or so. So Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 It is he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature and attaining to the whole measures of the fullness of Christ. So we see in verse 12, Christ gave these gifts to equip his people for works of service. What is this passage saying here? What does this mean to do works of service? Well, I've got a little definition that kind of explains more of a spiritual gift of service. And that is the supernatural functional gift that God gives to the body of Christ, which enables them to invest their talents and available resources in their life and or ministry of another in a manner that helps others accomplish his goals. The gift of service is something that comes with other gifts. I feel like the gift of service is using the gifts that Christ has given us that it talks about in verse 11. We're supposed to use these so we may further the kingdom of God until Christ returns. Just like the passage we read after every service, you know, in Matthew 20, 18 to 20, talking about going out and being, making disciples. 
So some characteristics of what serving is. These are some strong characteristics. So it readily recognizes practical needs and is quick to meet those needs. This is someone who jumps in, maybe you're, say like, you see like at church, like the trash needs taken out, you just grab it and go. That's what kind of a characteristic of somebody who just jumps in, they see a need, they fill it. Feels a deep joy in serving, especially when releases others to get more involved in ministry. Do you find yourself in this category where you're helping people, encouraging people, you get them excited, it enriches your life because you're seeing other people get excited about serving. Has a keen memory, remembering people's likes and dislikes. Can't say it's really a strong point that I have, but if it wasn't for Facebook, I'd be in trouble. Reminding me of all people's birthdays. I know what people like to eat because they post what they ate the night before. So, so is, it more, is more interested in meeting the needs of others than their own needs? If you've got this gift, you know it's of the spirit because I can tell you we're not designed to feel the need to be interested more of people's interests than our own. So it's definitely God putting that on your heart when you're interested in that. Enjoys working on projects with immediate goals instead of long-range goals. Wants to see a job finished. Would rather serve than lead others or projects. This is somebody who like just doesn't want to really step up to the plate, doesn't want to be on stage, somebody who's like wants to help. You know, there's plenty of opportunities for that here. Like, you know, you don't have to always be in the, in the spotlight, you know, just filling in wherever. So potential weaknesses may become pushy or interfering eagerness to help. Might get a little in the way of trying to like, you know, pushing like kind of sometimes you got to step aside and just let things happen. May neglect own family's needs by being too busy helping others. This can be a big thing where, like, yeah, you're seeing people's opportunities, but at the same time you're forgetting about, like, the people at home. Maybe critical of others who do not detect and meet obvious needs. Not everybody's got a strong gifting for serving. So they might not always see, like, what's going on, like, you see the same way. Finds it hard to accept being served by others. We're all called to, be, we're all called to serve, so there's no, no shame in being served by someone else is easily hurt when unappreciated. Serving can be unthankful. Go back there sometime, work with the kids. You'll find out, especially when there's no snacks. (laughs) That's when you find out that they're not thankful. (laughs) You know, every parent understands that too. If you have kids, raising them, they don't care. Like, where's my food too? Can be overly occupied with much serving, even overlooking personal health. Are you that person that's working too much that you forget to, fa- to eat? It doesn't count as spiritual fasting, just so you know. Just because, you've, just because you forgot to eat doesn't mean, hey, I get to fast today. No, it just means you're just not taking care of yourself. So, has a real difficulty saying no. This can be a problem that I think people oversight because we always feel like there's this need that has to be met. I just feel like it's okay to say no. Like, if you see... Something's not being met and you're already overwhelmed, it's okay to say no because somebody else is going to step in. At least that's the hope. <laughs> so, so, yeah, there's strengths, there's weaknesses. So you're probably asking yourself, how does this all apply in my life? How can I use these gifts explained in Ephesians chapter 4? So I want to share with you guys a passage where Jesus models what it means to be a servant. We're going to pick up in John chapter 13. This is where Jesus is at the Passover, the Last Supper. And he's just finishing up washing the feet of uh, his disciples. And he's had this 
bit of a scuffle with Peter, which he always seems to have, where Peter's like, if you're going to wash my feet, wash my whole body. And then like Jesus finally like, you know, puts him in his place. And he, so we're going to pick up in verse, verse uh, 12, where it says, uh, when he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. He said, do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I'm your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you've also washed one another's feet. I've set an example that you should do as I've done for you. I tell you the truth, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. So growing up, I was a pastor's kid. I got to, you know, hang around with my dad doing different things. I grew up in a denomination called the Church of the Brethren. Most people probably have never heard of it because it's mostly rooted like Indiana, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. So if you're out that way, you've probably heard of it. Well, every Easter we would ha- we'd celebrate what's called the Love Feast. It would happen like on Passover, the Last Supper. It was, we would do it to commemorate the, the Last Supper Jesus had with his disciples. And at this, we would wash one another's feet. So men with men, women with women, and then there was me, the 10-year-old, stuck washing other people's feet. You know, I was growing up thinking about this, like, where was my sister at? Where was my brother at? I'm the only one of my, of my siblings had to go to this, so apparently, like, there was something going on. I don't remember, but, you know, at the time, like, I hated it, but looking back, I'm like, man, this is a great opportunity for me to see what serving was like. I got to witness, like, people, like, serving each other, not caring about, like, having to wash one another's feet. So as I started thinking about this even more, this passage came back to me about Jesus washing the feet and setting the example. And the thing that really stuck out to me, it's not about like Jesus washing the feet, you know, these people who wear sandals, they got dust, dirt, probably just, probably just gnarly feet. But like, here's a guy, here's God in the flesh you know, doing a job of what the servant's supposed to do. So here's Jesus up here, comes to earth, and then not only does he come to earth, he comes even lower and comes to our feet and serves and then explains to us that this is what we're supposed to do. So he's given us purpose, he's given us gifts, and he's set an example of what we do in our lives. And like it says in verse 14 in Ephesians, or 13, sorry. It says, you know, we're supposed to serve until we reach all unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So when we planned out this series last year, a group of us met together going over an idea of like, what is, you know, what we need to do with this series. And we talked about like, we've been talking about discipleship and like, and we came up with this idea for, like, you know, being created on purpose. We had no idea that, like, this opportunity was going to come. We we're going to move to the Y. You know, it was a Tuesday night crowd. We we're going to be meeting at the East Campus. Like, we had no idea this was coming. We've been praying about it. And if you guys are here on Sunday, these, everything is packed in here. I mean, even tonight, it's pretty full. And I just find it amazing that God calls us this series, and we get to embark on this place, and like, he's equipping us. And instead of waiting to, like, put it into action, we're called to put it into action now. And one, per, one thing we can start doing as we're getting ready is start serving. Like God has called us to serve one another. God has called us to serve in this building. 
And if you guys are here on Sunday, you're going to find out that when we're over there at the Y, we're going to be setting up, we're going to be tearing down, we're going to be setting up, we're going to be tearing down, week after week after week. And it's going to, we're going to need people. It's not going to just be the five, six people that usually help out. We got, we're going to need all hands on deck. And if you've ever worked in the kids with 20, 20 kids back there and two people, sometimes one, we're going to multiply that because God's on the move downtown. And the opportunity's coming that we get to see God move downtown. So like Neil was saying, like I showed up here like four years ago, just felt like God was calling me to downtown and I just showed up and I just, you know, just said, God, just use me. And I just kind of filled in. So one funny story, how I ended up like helping out with the kids. So like these connection cards, you know, it says like impact teams. Well, I wanted to help out with the youth. There's nothing on there that says about youth. So I just clicked on the kids thinking like, oh, I'll get like some connections. Yeah, well, somehow I got sucked into the kids. <laughs> Not really intending to want to be with the kids, but I can tell you like, I just did it. You know, I just stumped out of my comfort zone which I think God calls us each, and one, each and every one of us to do that. And I tell you, it takes a while to earn the trust of some of these kids because they don't, you know, some of them have like lives where like they don't have, they don't know what trust is. But when you're faithful like God is to us and those kids start loving you and they just care about you in their own kid way. But the big question is, you know, are you willing to wash someone's feet? Like, we're, big change is coming, and the time is to act. You know, we've learned about these different gifts. You might not know what your gifts are. You might have an idea, and that's okay if you don't know. But tonight, before you guys leave, like Neil talked about these connection cards, information. There's also a thing on there that talks about impact team. You know, Start just, you know, we're finishing up later, you know, tonight, like we're worshiping and just pray, like, God, where can you use me? Like, here I am, use me. We all get to play. That's kind of the motto of the Vineyard Church is like, everybody gets to play. Sometimes it means, you know, playing an instrument on stage. Sometimes it means hanging out with the kids. Sometimes it's running sound. Sometimes it's just greeting somebody when they walk in the door. Or maybe just picking up a chair after service if you guys are here on Sunday. Fortunately, on Tuesdays, we got a little more stability with a building that we don't have to, like, tear down every night. I just, I just can't express, like, enough, like, what God is doing downtown. And I'm just seeing it happen. And, like, you know, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. It doesn't mean that... It, the few has to be five people. It can mean the few means everybody's here. Like we all get to be a part of that. So if you guys don't know what you want, what your gift is, when you fill this out, and I challenge you guys tonight to fill this out, because my goal is to overwhelm Sherry with too many connection cards because she fills it out. I did this to my wife Mandy. She does it on Sundays, and she had to sit at home all afternoon while me and my wife, my daughter, went out for a hike or a walk. <laughs> Poor lady. But I'm challenging you guys, like, we need you. You know, this is a family. I really feel it a lot more when you, like, Tuesday night, you guys are always so energized and so much, there's such a camaraderie. And I know, like, as we grow, like, it's going to even get better. You know, Jesus is on the move and downtown, and we get to be a part of it. We get to play. We get to help each other out. 
You know, you might try something, you're not into it, it might not work out, that's okay. Because like I said earlier, it's okay to say no. Unless you're the pastor, then you're stuck. <laughs> but, you know, the, worst, the best way to find out if, you're, if it's something you're interested in is just to try it. So, as we're closing up tonight, I just want you guys to just really just lay before God and just pray about where can I be used, where... Where am I in this church? Because each one of us was created with purpose, created with value. And Jesus lays it out so clear. Like nobody is great. The messenger is not greater than the one who sent the message. And that applies to each and one of us that's here. So tonight, when you guys leave, fill these out, put them in the box. Just check something. We'll get in touch with you. If you're not sure what you're interested in, we'll help you out with that too. That's, that's a great thing about being a part of this church family. It's like, if you don't know what to do, it's okay, because we're going to help you. We're going to help each other out. So I'm going to pray, and then we're going to finish up with some worship. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We just thank you that you came down and you washed my feet. You washed all of me. You made me clean. You made everyone that was here tonight just pure and white as snow and you just touched our lives and gave us hope. <clears throat> Lord, the least that we can do is just serve. There's so many people out there that need to know the truth of you, Lord, and we just want to be the hands and the feet of you, Lord, and just can bring the hope that you have to this city, to this place, this community, Lord. Just come and just open our hearts. driving to church tonight, I had like this, I was listening to worship and I had like this vision of like violin player, I don't know why, just like something about like, you know, we have this awesome instrument, I just felt like God was saying like there's room for more instruments to be played, whether it's actually a physical instrument, but it just, I just felt like God was saying like everything just comes together, it gets all, comes together and mixes, and just like, just like with the music here, like you guys all get a part to play. It's all just a beautiful symphony. And I'm just, just, I'm just honored that I get to be a part of this. Thanks again for taking time to listen. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at cityqc.com.